0: In, in Parashas lakhlacha there we have the story of abram and sarah approaching Mitzrayim. and abram says to sarah ki mara at i now know that you are a beautiful woman so the language is a little bit interesting, which Rashi comments on. Hine no yudati, I now know that you're a beautiful woman. Why didn't he know that, I mean, they were married for quite a while. Desara was about They were married about 60 years at this point. So 60 years of marriage, you should know already that she's a beautiful woman. Why is he saying, Hine no yudati, now I know you're a beautiful woman. So Rashi has no less than three pshatim to try to explain why it says, you, uh, now I know that you're a beautiful woman. And Rashi, uh, uncharacteristically, puts the drash before the pshat. He says the Pshat, the Pashapshat, he says last. First, he says two Drushes, and it, it would seem to imply that he holds that the drash over here is very close to Pashapshat. So, the first one is uh, somewhat of a famous one, and that, that, that drash says that Avramavinu, uh, Avinu, because they were both, so Tzanuah, Mitech Tzniyas being the both Abram and Sarah with dig, he did not recognize her beauty. He it seems to imply he didn't even you know, look at her, he, never, he didn't know what she looked like. And uh, the Medjur says that, well, how did he now know what she looked like? Because they crossed the river, and he saw a reflection in the water. So he, he now saw what she looks like. So he says, oh, you're a beautiful woman. Now I know you're a beautiful woman. Uh, we're going to have a problem when we go to Mitzrayim. That's the first pshat. Rashi says the second pshat, that also he deems not the pushup pshat, that the Hinei Na means we're traveling. We've been traveling for a long time. And generally, when people travel, because there's a Teirach, it's so difficult to travel, a person loses a lot of their beauty. Through the difficulty of traveling, a person becomes uh, disgraced, but Saru remained beautiful. And the last pshat, the pshat is pshat, uh, Rashi says, is that, I, of course, I always knew that you were beautiful, but what it means is now, we have a reason to worry about the fact that you're beautiful, because we're going to Mitzrayim. So, that we're, so what, we're going to Mitzrayim, and they were among Goyim uh, the whole way, but we're going to Mitzrayim, Rashi says, Mitzrayim are dark-skinned, the, and lowly people, and they aren't accustomed to seeing a beautiful woman. That's what Rashi says. Those are the three pshatim, right? So the first pshat is that he didn't even know that she was beautiful. He saw her reflect, reflection in the river. The second pshat was that uh, sorrow remained beautiful even while traveling. And the third pshat is that, okay, now we have a problem because we're going to the mitzim who aren't accustomed to beautiful women. Now, all three of these Pshatim, even the Pashu Pshat, is hard to understand. None of them are simple. For the first Pshat is the hardest, obviously, that Avram didn't look at his wife for 60 years. What is that even supposed to mean? Why would a husband not look at his wife? And even if we're going to understand it to be some kind of a that Avram was so parish, so separated from Olam Hazar, he didn't even look at his wife, why, does it, why is it described as Tznius? That's not Sneas. A husband and wife is not Sneeus, right? It's it's Precious, maybe. That is a whole different kind of thing. That's like a person fasts all day. So that's not Sneas, right? You fast all day, it's precious. Why why is it described as Tsneas? That is Sneas. They were so tanua that he didn't know what she looked like. It's hard to understand. The second chat also needs uh, explaining. What does that mean? A typical beautiful woman, when she travels, she, she becomes disgraced. She doesn't keep her beauty. Sara did. What does that mean? It was, uh, it was miraculous. Sara stayed beautiful even when she was traveling. Her makeup had that kind of thing, you know, never flew and never, never got wiped off. What does it mean exactly that Sara stayed beautiful even when she was traveling? And the last pet, also, even the Pashup chat, there were monks Goyim all the time. Why were the Mitzrams so much worse than other Gayim? right? Why, what was it about the Mitzram that, okay, now we're, now we're in trouble because you're a beautiful woman, they don't know how to deal. Other Goyim are okay with beautiful women? <laughs> no no Goyim are okay with beautiful women. So what, is it, what was it that was different now? Now, the truth is that the beauty of Sara is really a puzzle. It needs deciphering because the Torah puts a lot of emphasis on, on uh, Sara's beauty. The first time we're introduced to Sarah is last week's parasha. She's called Yiska. That's the first time she's, she's introduced in the Torah. What does the word Yiska mean, Rashi says? Rashi brings down two pshatim. He brings them almost like the same chat. Yiska, is the, the word means to see. Seicha means to see. So he says, chat means that Sara saw. What, what kind of sight did she have? She had Ruach HaKadosh. She was able to see things that nobody else saw, which is one of the highest level a human being can achieve, that he's so connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he sees the whole world as Hashem sees it. That's Ruach HaKadosh. You see everything, you know everything. So that's Ruach HaKadosh. She saw with Ruach HaKadosh, a, a Tremendous Madrega Sarah achieved. The other pshat is, Everybody looked at her beauty right? Now just think about how, what a gap there are between these two b'shatim. That, that she achieved Ruach is as the greatest Madrega, the greatest level a human can achieve is a it's such holiness, such ruchnius, and then the other is that everybody stared at her beauty, right? Is that that's a good thing? <laughs> like when she walked by, people whistled. What is that? That's that's like the up, the utmost physicality. It's not even something she did. She was born with that, right? How would we use that to describe Sarah? She and and, and in the same in the same breath as saying that she saw with ruchakayish, and uh, in addition. Many Mepharshim struggle with this. They try to explain it. And in addition, the, 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 the most telling is when Sarah departs from this world, Chai is Sarah, right? She says she was 100, she was 20, she was 7. And Rashi says 20 was like 7 for beauty, right? So here we're going by her hespit. She passed away. It could be she was a beautiful woman. But by a hespit, that's not something you focus on, her beauty. And yet, in the point when she passes away, we talk about she was so beautiful. 20 to 7, she kept her beauty. What's going on with Sarah's beauty? Why are we making a deal out of it? So I saw t- two wonderful points made by the Shim. We don't have time for both, but I'll, I'll share one of them because it's really an eye-opener about the concept of beauty um, and how spiritual beauty really is. Um, when we, If we talk about beauty and it's not connected to a man or a woman, right? Talk about beauty, nothing to do with a man or a woman. Talk about beauty when a uh, landscape, a beautiful landscape, uh, you see one of the wonders of the world, you see a, a mountain that's, that's breathtaking, a, sunsh- uh, a, a sunset that's mind-blowing, it, it fills you with awe, right? It fills you with inspiration. What kind of emotions are you to, to overtaken with when you see something like that? Something you can make a bracha of. Eis eis it's, it's, uh, it, it, it's inspiring. It's inspiring. And if you use it correctly, if you have the right kind of thoughts, it doesn't take that much. It brings a person very close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It brings you with that kind of appreciation. Look what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, right? That's what the beauty, the beauty of this physical world can do it can be so overwhelm a person and, and humble him, it can humble us, and, and then give us an appreciation, what did HaKadosh Baruch create? And now it's not only for Hashem's direct creations that it's like that, even a work of art has that ability, right? When a person sees amazing architecture, when a person sees beautiful paintings, sculptures, any form of art that, that has an effect on a person that you relate to, it fills a person with awe, it, it elevates a person, right? So beauty has a tremendous ruchnius potential, to, to, to change a person and to bring him closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what beauty does. Now, Svarim explained, when they're talking about Sarah and, and Yiska, they say, they quote, I think, from the Arizal, from one of his Tamidim, they say, when a person is as perfect spiritually as Sarah was, when a person has achieved that level of perfection, she was, she got to the highest level a human being can achieve in holiness and in perfection, her beauty is a perfect representation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's creation of man. Which means, really, the most beautiful thing Hashem created in the world is a man. Talam Alekim, it's a representation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? The Grand Canyon dims in comparison to the beauty that a Kaddish Baruch Hu created in a man. The, the thing is, that the human being, the beauty is only really seen when the Talam Alekim can be seen. The Talam Alekim can be seen when a person has achieved that level of perfection, like, like Sarah has achieved. And, and every level of perfection a person achieves, brings out their like him that much more. So they say, when you looked at Sarah, it wasn't possible to have an inappropriate thought. Everybody could stare at Sarah, and they were staring at the Grand Canyon. They were looking, Oh, Morabu Masach Hashem. They were looking at her, and she was so holy, they were so so elevated, that looking at her simply inspired people. It had absolutely no other effect. You could be the a, a, a guy, a, a person, no matter who you were, you looked at her and you just simply were filled with inspiration. You were elevated, you were all, you were, it was breathtaking, the beauty of her representation of the Salam Kim. You saw Kaddosh Baruch Hu when you looked at, at Sari Amenah. There's a story they say about the, the Chafetz Chaim that there was a, uh, a a woman named Dorothy Thompson. She was a celebrated journalist who traveled to Europe and interviewed many of the leaders, and she wanted to interview some Jewish leaders, and at the time, the greatest Jewish leader was the Chafetz Chaim. So she was requested an interview with Chavetz Chaim. Naturally, she was refused. So she said, okay, can I at least see him? So I said, fine, stand by the window, and look, look through a crack, and you can watch the Chavetz Chaim. So she was there with one of her companions, and she was staring at the Chavetz Chaim, and she couldn't pull herself away. She was looking and looking and looking, and for 15 minutes, she just stood there. And he was learning. He didn't notice her. And when she walked away, the, her friend asked her, what were you looking at for so long? You saw him and go. Like, What well, took you 15 minutes to put you, pull yourself away? She said, I've just seen the Jewish God. It's a well-known story. She, you looked at the Chavetz Chaim, you didn't see a person. You saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Ba'aylam Hazet. You saw a representation of Alakim like what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created when he created the world. So looking at Sarah, the beauty of Sarah was such that there was nothing physical about it. It was physical beauty. But it was physical beauty that that demonstrated HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence in this world. That was her level of, 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 uh, of holiness. And what brought that holiness on is tziniyus. So when the Rashi says that Aramavinu Avinu never saw Sarah, what it means is he never saw her physical beauty. This is what he saw. Of course he looked at Sarah, but he didn't see what what anything physical about it. He just saw the Kachish Baruch, he saw Talam Alekin. He never ever saw anything else about her. That was it sneezeus. Because they're both such holy people that it never crossed their mind to view anything else, and that is something that's not a problem. Anybody, any guy could see that. It's not going to have, not going to make a problem. It's not going to invoke any improper thoughts. It's not going to lead a person astray. On the contrary, it only elevates a person when you see something like that. When um, he, uh, you know, in, in that way, this Pshat Yiska, both Pshatim go hand in hand. She was Seychem Ruch and as a result, HaKal Seychem B'Yafi, everybody looked at her just to see, to see the Ruch to see the Holiness. <clears throat> so, when they approached Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu actually arranged that he should walk through a river and he would see a reflection. And somehow when he perceived her that without concentrating, without thinking, and he saw just a reflection, at that point he saw the physicalness. Like he saw through the Ruch Nis at that moment. It was arranged by HaKadosh Baruch Hu so that he should have, be aware of the fact that there's a physical beauty here. Now, why was he worried? So that's the explained. That's what Rashi is saying in his last chat. He came to Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim. They were dark-skinned. The dark-skinnedness just reflected on the reality of who they were. They were living in darkness. They couldn't see light. They had been so, they're so depraved that they, pushed couldn't see ruch- Ruchnius. So they would look at Sarah. all they would see is the physical. So now, Sar- Abraham Avinu said, okay, I see the physical. I see we're gonna have a problem when we go to Mitzrayim. That's the Hina Nayadati. No All the Pshatan really work together. And it's a it's a, a extraordinary principle that the true beauty of a person is no matter what it doesn't make a difference what you look like. Every single person has the tremendous beauty of representing a talent like And the greater a person is in Kadusha, the more Tanua they are, both man and woman, the more the more holy they are, the more elevated they are, it it, it actually brings a tremendous beauty. To a person. A, a, a literal beauty that people can't take their eyes off you, but they can't take their eyes, eyes off you in a very appropriate manner. They're inspired. They're, they're brought to awe, to, to holiness, to closeness to Have a good night and a good Shabbos.